Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 363. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Hello there, welcome to this episode of the Mums with Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Harris. And I'm excited to have this time with you. This is a bit of a different episode. If you're new here, welcome. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast from. And then make sure you hop over to Instagram and follow me at Mums with Hustle. I am on a mission to build a community of mums that are ambitious in building their life by design through a business that works for them and their family. That's what I stand for. And so if that's what you are doing, welcome. You are my person. And I'm just so grateful and happy that you are here, however it is that you found me. I believe that that was meant to happen. So that's, you know, just a cool thing. Welcome, welcome. Now, a little while ago, I took myself with hubby, with my husband, Carl, along to see Abraham Hicks speak in Sydney. So I know that quite a lot of people that listen to this podcast will be familiar with Abraham Hicks. And if they are not, then they are possibly familiar with the law of attraction. And if they are not, then they are possibly aware of one of the world's best-selling books called The Secret. It's even, I think, is it on Netflix? Possibly even on Netflix. So Abraham Hicks is a law of attraction expert, um, is a published author by Hay House. Um, They have so many books. Go and check those out. not going to get into the books here today. But I wanted to share with you that I went along with my husband Uh, to hear Abraham Hicks speak and I guess share messages um, and teach on the the law of attraction and your point of attraction in life. It's not necessarily about business only. It's about anything in our reality that we are trying to attract and become, you know, ultimately the best, most truest versions of ourselves, living a fully uh, expressed life, living and doing and experiencing all of the things that we truly desire because we can and we should be pursuing those. Everybody needs to know that they truly can bring everything into their life that they are desiring. So I went along and my gosh, first of all, it was so lovely to be in a space where everybody is hopeful, where everybody believes in the power of human potential. It's lovely to be in that sort of environment with people that are open to personal growth, to personal development, self-improvement, kindness, contribution to the world. Like all of that was very evident the second that we arrived. So we get there and um, Esther walks out 
and everyone's just like cheering and it's super cool and it's just like, oh my gosh, here is this person that has clearly used her gifts and talents and I mean, which would take so much courage to be able to share her message with the world and, um, yeah, face the, I'm sure, inevitable um, ridicule or people questioning or people just judging. And, you know, I think, wow, like how brave, how courageous. Like that. those feelings are instantly coming into my body as I see her coming out onto the stage before she then does her thing, does her work and like even ask for volunteers to come up and sit in the chair in front of her as they share their deepest desires and then, of course, she shares the messages for those people that are kind of, you know, the wisdom that is coming through for her and seeing the shifts in these individuals but also taking a ton of notes for myself for all of you that I think carry some real, beautiful, loving, universal truths that I feel like regardless of, you know, religious or spiritual beliefs that each of us hold and it's beautiful that we can all, you know, exist together with with our differences, these things have common ground you know, we all have common ground. And so I wanted to share these with you because these are the notes that I wrote down in my journal. And so I'm literally taking you inside of my journal, not sharing everything because I think we'd be here literally for days on end. Uh, Let me know also, I've never done an episode like this before where I've kind of taken you into my own journal notes. Uh, Let me know if this is interesting, if you want more episodes, the things that I journal in my thinking time, the things that I journal when I'm learning uh, from, you know, either the, the mentors, the teachers that I have, the speakers that I see, the books that I read, all of that. Let me know if you love it. All right. So the first thing that really came up for me and I was like, I have to share this with my community uh, is that we need to be in the state of allowing in order for things to come into our life and into our business. Are you in the state of allowing or are you in the state of constant resistance where you deny things of yourself, deny opportunities, reject ease, resist growth, All of that is not being in the state of allowing. So where in your business and in your life could you be more in the state of allowing? Allowing joy, allowing ease, allowing relationships to flourish, allowing your business to grow, allowing yourself help where you need it in life or in business. Where could you be more in the state of allowing? versus resistance, denial, or just rejecting and being closed off. And then I went on to write underneath that, because nothing gets bigger than we allow. So where am I not allowing what I want? Kind of powerful stuff. And these are huge opportunities for thinking, for meditation, for journaling, for open discussion 
with people that can also hold space for these bigger, deeper conversations. These are certainly, I don't know about you and the people you have in your everyday life, but these are certainly conversations that I wouldn't just take to anyone that I know in my life. These are conversations that I take more so into the relationships that I have with my mastermind peers and uh, other business peers that I have. So where am I not allowing by always resisting or putting up a wall or saying no or not yet or believing that I have to struggle or suffer through a process versus accepting help and ease and the path of least resistance for myself? The next point that I wanted to share with you, and I wrote this one down. I mean, I don't know if everyone else around me wrote this one down at the time. Obviously, different things speak to different people, but this one really spoke to me because it's something that I'm continually aware of and trying to work on for myself. So I felt like this was a message for me, but at the same time, I know that it is a message for so many of us here in this community because we are ambitious, because we are at the forefront of really big societal change by being women, being mothers who also hold ambitions to not just work, but to have our own businesses also. That's a really unconventional thing, unfortunately, still by today's, you know, society and standard. So I wrote down Calibrate yourself to who you are at your core and not to who others say you are or expect you to be. I'll read that one again. Calibrate yourself to who you are at your core and not to who others say you are or who you need to be. That's a huge one. Kind of like, even saying it now again, I'm just a bit like, oh, like I can feel the truth of that. And I can also feel the discomfort of that because it's like, you know, where are we showing up in our lives, online, in our businesses, with our offers, in our marketing, all of that stuff, in our social circles? Uh, where are we calibrating ourselves to show up as a more tolerable uh, version of ourselves versus our truer selves, because maybe we fear how we're going to be perceived. Maybe it goes against the grain. Maybe we fear that we're taking up too much space. So we just, you know, rein it back a little bit because we believe other people are going to be more comfortable. So linked to that, I also wrote down, let it be all right for the bigness of my thoughts and the bigness of who I am to flow. Like when did we decide that it was okay to dilute, to withhold, to just blend in? Like it's okay that you have really big thoughts and aspirations and beliefs. Let it be all right for the bigness of your thoughts and the bigness of who you are to flow. Oh, yes. <laughs> And then the third one that I wanted to share with you, and this is the final one, I'll leave you with just three because I believe that each of these points are actually so big. If you spend the true time to ponder them, 
to have conversations with someone who maybe has also listened to this episode. Hey, if you're a member of my Social Method Society, feel free to even go in there and spark the conversation about either one of these points or buddy up and have that conversation with another member because it's one thing to hear these things yourself and then have your own thinking time and journaling time, but it takes it to a whole other level when you have a person or a community to expand your thoughts with and shape thoughts and form new habits, like that's where true change happens and growth truly happens. So please know if you're a member, I encourage you to do that, to start that conversation in there, to buddy yourselves up or to start a conversation in the wall of our Facebook community. So the third one is that negative emotion has no relation to your worthiness. Negative emotion has no relation to your worthiness. And let me tell you, when I was having lots of conversations a little while ago with women um, that were desiring applying for the Inner Circle Mastermind, they maybe had some emotions that they felt were negative. So things like fear, or a bit of worry, a bit of self-doubt, you know, and so they're feeling like those are negative emotions and they did attach their worthiness to those emotions. So as long as they felt afraid, they didn't see themselves as worthy of still pursuing the thing. And it reminds me of just this morning, in fact, my youngest was crying before he went to school. So heartbreaking. He didn't want to let me go at the gate, you know, to go and line up. And I just said to him, these feelings that you're feeling, they're not bad. It's okay to feel the way that you're feeling and still go and line up and start your day. We don't have to let those feelings determine the course of our day or what happens in our business Like we can feel those feelings and still do it anyway. And, you know, that is the definition of courage and bravery ultimately is sitting with the discomfort of those feelings and those emotions and knowing that they don't have to keep you trapped or stuck. Negative emotion has no relation to your worthiness. And instead, what if, what if we brought gratitude to the negative emotions, the hard feelings and the challenges that we have and even the doubts and even the mistakes and the failures, what if we were grateful for those because this is what they explained at Abraham Hicks, that is contrast. Contrast is when you experience the opposite of how you want to feel or the opposite of what you want to be experiencing in either life or business or relationships, whatever it is. It's experiencing and feeling the exact opposite. And so if we bring gratitude to even those feelings, those feelings of, oh my gosh, this is hard or this sucks or I'm disappointed, like bring gratitude to those feelings because the fact that you are feeling that means that the opposite exists. The opposite of fear 
or worry or disappointment, the opposite of that exists. And you know it exists because you're just, you're currently feeling the other emotions on the other end of the spectrum. One can't exist without the other. So the fact that we are feeling those hard emotions means that there is an alternative emotion or reality or experience. And that is exciting. (laughs) That feels good. That's exciting. Those negative emotions and feelings are also a guidance system. So what if we used those negative feelings and emotions as a GPS to help us know that we've gone off course? Like, eh, we don't like that. That doesn't feel good. Okay, let's snap back in, back on path to what it is that we actually do want. So are we going to feel negative, hard emotions as we navigate life and business? Yes. Do they have to keep us stuck? No. Can they be our biggest teacher? Yes. Can they illuminate for us and help us sift and sort and gain clarity on what it is that we truly do want? Yes. And when we fixate on what's hard or what's wrong and the pain of those things without using them as like a, you know, the bumper, when you, when you go bumper bowling, those of you with kids that have been to bumper bowling, you know what I'm talking about? You know, you're not just going to let that go and be a gutter ball. It's like a, no, that bumper is there. That's what the feelings and emotions are inside of our body. And so we bump that and we go, oh no, that's not nice. That's not what I want. That hurts or that's uncomfortable or no, I don't want to be experiencing that every single day or every single year. I'm going to course correct. It's an opportunity to course correct. So negative emotions are part of the human experience They're not tied to our worthiness and ultimately they are there as an internal guidance system to illuminate what it is that we truly want and to help us know that the exact opposite does exist. And that's pretty exciting. So my top, well, they're not even my top three. I wrote down so many notes, let's be real. But the things that I shared with you here, and I really encourage you again to take each one of these as a journal prompt or something to meditate on and just ask yourself these questions or go for a walk and really ponder. But write down these three questions for yourself, which are a summary of the three points that I've shared with you here in this episode. Point number one or question number one is, where am I not allowing what I want to come in? Where am I not allowing what I want to come in? Question two Am I calibrated to who I truly am and what I want, or am I calibrated to what others say or expect of me? Ooh, big. And finally, number three, what are the negative emotions that I am carrying at the moment and what are they pointing me to instead? What are the negative emotions that I'm carrying at the moment and what are they pointing me to instead? Ah, such amazing shifts and um, wisdom shared at that Abraham Hicks event. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Like I said at the beginning, let me know. This one's a bit different, taking you inside of my journal and my notes. Uh, Let me know if you liked that. Um, The ladies in my mastermind know, and the ladies in my social method society know this too, that I 
dedicate one day a week to having intentional thinking time, you know, where I do ask myself these sorts of reflective questions, but I spend time, first of all, thinking them, then journaling them, and then sharing them with at least one other individual that can truly hold that space for me. And sometimes that's my husband, sometimes that's a business peer or a mentor. So I hope that you have at least that one person to share this with because it's big stuff. And when we share it, it becomes even even more real. Thank you for joining me in this episode. Always so grateful to every single one of you that listens to this episode. We are a community building your business online in being a mom, you know, working from home, all of that can feel so lonely and isolating. So I hope that this episode, well, this podcast and my community in general is a source of inspiration and social support for every single one of you. Always grateful for everyone that listens and shares the podcast. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. And I'll see you next week on the Mums with Hustle podcast.